Shelf Talk with Louis, Omnia, and Ali. Live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Center Sharjah. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are live from the Sharjah International Book Fair. This is Shelf Talk. And one thing that's really stood out for me this year at the Sharjah International Book Fair are the personalities, the people that we get to meet. It's an absolute privilege. And right now, we have with us, joined here on the show, Hanan Hassan Al-Fadan, and you're from the Al-Ramza Institute. How is your day going so far? Alhamdulillah, I'm so grateful to be my, this is my first day in Sharjah Book Fair. Oh, wow. How has it been, your first impressions? It's absolutely massive, isn't it? It is. It is so big. And a lot of people from different nationalities, from different ages. So mm. I'm so happy to be here. You know, I know that you teach people the correct Emirati dialect when it comes to Arabic. And you have a big social media presence with Al-Ramza Institute. And we know that the Sharjah International Book Fair is promoting Arabic language. I believe there's over 1,043 Arab publishers showcasing their work here. But how important is it that we preserve but also promote the Arabic language? I think what uh, we need in Arabic language is to promote more about our books, about about, uh, our literature. And uh, what we notice that a lot of people, they would like to preserve Arabic language. And the best way is to promote it, Mm -hmm. to spread it, to read it, to speak it. Mm. And that's why I started to teach Emirati Arabic, because I want people to use our language to communicate with us. I love what you're doing on Instagram, I must say, you know, and speaking as an Emirati as well, that you are teaching people to use Emirati phrases, you know, in certain places. Do you find that they pick up and learn it very quickly? I think, yes, people always thought that Arabic is very hard to learn yeah. and very hard to speak, but I think that's untrue. I think maybe they had bad teachers <laughs> or bad lessons or mm. bad classrooms. Could be, yeah. <laughs> but Arabic is easy to learn, especially the basics. Mm. I mean, of course, you can't speak fluently just uh, be speaking Arabic for five or six months or taking some classes. You can't speak fluent. But I'm sure like, you can speak the basics, you can have the greetings, introduce yourself, uh, say you know the basic phrases in daily life. So that should be easy. Yeah, and and, and the use of social media is so important, I find, because what you're doing is you're making it really engaging for the upcoming generation to want to learn Arabic. I personally follow you, and and I'm trying to learn the Emirati dialect as as well as I can. I think practice is, is the biggest thing. Repetition is the biggest thing. But what was your reason for starting to teach Emirati Arabic? I used to work in government place where there's a lot of non-Arabs. And one of the ladies, she came to me and said, Hannah, I want to learn Emirati Arabic mm. because I want to understand what's going on in the meetings. Though many meetings is happening in English, but then people would change and laugh in Arabic and then come back to English. So there is some fun part that I lose. <laughs> so then I said, okay, I'll start to teach you some basic phrases. And she said, Hannah, I'm ready, uh, I'm ready to pay you as well. So I said, okay, I will receive some money then. Yeah. So I started to have some lessons with her and she was interested and I saw how many people are interested to learn Arabic. And even my relationship with my colleagues went so good after teaching them Arabic. So that's wow. why I started to, uh, to teach Marathi Arabic and I say, okay, where, should, where can I find people? Let me start with YouTube at that time. Mm. This is in mm. 2000, I would say 11 or 12. Mm. And then I use social media, and now uh, we have more than 6,000K uh, followers on different uh, social media. Mm. You know, I found one of the things that you were talking about interesting is like certain details. You talk about certain details, like the difference between masjid and misjid for us. Speaking as an Emirati, 
and uh, for you as well. During this course of you creating this, did you um, come across any words or phrases that we as Emiratis have been saying it wrong as well? I think we're saying a lot of the beautiful words, but sometimes when I ask Emiratis uh, how to say this word, uh, or how to say it in English, uh, what's the meaning in Arabic, we get a lot of time confusion because we've never been asked mm. why we're saying this. So sometimes people ask me, Hina, why you change the J to Y? Like, why Masjid you say Masjid? Mm-hmm. Or why you speak different dialects between different Emirates? Mm, right. Why in the Dubai, for example, we use the word Abba? But if you go to Abu Dhabi, they use the word Arid. Mm. Uh, here in Dubai and Sharjah, we use the word Bezat. Right. In Abu Dhabi, they go Flus. Yes. So sometimes they ask me those questions, and I find it a little bit hard to answer, like, why we're doing this. Mm. I say, this is like our language, this is our dialect. It's like our spices, like to the food. It makes us different. Mm-hmm. We, we enjoy more spices, we enjoy more f- uh, diversity in food as well. So the same thing with the language, with the same thing with the dialect. Mm-hmm. And you know, teaching people the Emirati dialect, you're not just teaching Arabic speakers, you're teaching foreigners as well from the Western world, the Eastern world. How beneficial can it be for the United Arab Emirates to teach foreigners who are coming in and living here the Emirati dialect? There was uh, no initiative to teach non-Arabs, to be honest. And I saw a lot of people who have been here in the country for 20, 30, some of them they have born and even studied in the, in the UAE schools, mm-hmm. but still they can't speak Arabic. So I know that there is not just a problem, there is a crisis in the mm. sector. So I said, I don't want to change the entire world, or what can I do is I change the thing that I do, which is what? To offer more courses. If you search now in social media, Emirati Arabic classes or Emirati Arabic lessons, you'll find nothing. Mm-hmm. And then we blame people like, okay, you have been here in the country for so many years, but you don't speak it. But there is no resources available for Emirati Arabic. Yep. So that's why I, I started, I said, I'll teach Emirati Arabic. And I know whenever anyone uses the phrases that I teach with Emiratis, Emiratis, they feel so happy. Mm. They feel so happy and so engaged and they feel like you are here not just to work and you are here also to engage and Mm. have better relationship with Emiratis. And I'd like to touch on that. Do Emiratis like hearing people like myself, you know, expats speaking the correct Emirati dialect? If you speak Emirati Arabic now, you will be so famous. Oh, wow. If you are blonde and you speak Emirati Arabic, <laughs> you become more famous. Yeah. You'll get more opportunities than you ever think. Mm. Because it's not easy to speak Emirati Arabic fluently. But mm. if you started to speak, they know that you are different than others. Yeah. You put some efforts. It doesn't matter to be correct words or correct pronunciation. All what you need is just to show that I'm putting some efforts to learn and to engage and to communicate with you. Mm. So that means a lot to Emirati. Mm-hmm. It means really a lot. So, tell me, Hanan, what is the mission of our Ramsa Institute? What is the dream? I don't want anyone to be in the UAE and say, I want uh, to learn Arabic language, but I can't because. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want any because. <laughs> so that's why I offer classes. I offer group classes, private classes, uh, online, face-to-face, for kids, for adults. Even if you tell me, Hanan, I don't have the budget I say, okay, learn from social media. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time. I say, okay, you have pre-recorded lessons. You can download and le- learn by yourself. So I don't want any excuse that I, don't, I can't learn Arabic because. I only, uh, I only accept the excuse like I can't learn Arabic because I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. 
That's okay. You definitely <laughs> sound like a teacher, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> but to any listener out there who might think, oh, you know, I'm a bit too old to learn a new language. Do you truly mm. believe that you, you, you can't be too old to learn a new language? I think, yeah, that's true. We have a student who's almost above 80 years old, and it's not only one. We have, yani, at least in the, in the year, we have five to ten students. Yeah. And they always give inspiration to other students, like, okay, she's 80, she's 82, and she's mm. still learning, and she's still practicing and using Arabic language. So it's an inspiration not only yani, for the students, but also for us as a teachers. Mm -hmm. Like we, we need to be in, you know, learning until the last day of our life. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to know a little bit more about the social media side of things. You said that you started off just doing one-on-one -on -one classes, then you went on to YouTube, and now you're doing so well when it comes to Instagram and TikTok as well. How important has social media been for you personally when it comes to like reaching that new audience and actually teaching Emirati dialect? I started to teach in YouTube because um, I thought that people will first search in YouTube the lessons for Emirati Arabic. And some of our my students, initially, like I didn't even have books at that time. Mm. Uh, 10 years ago, she said, Hanan, there's nothing in YouTube. So I want some lesson to practice. So I started to have a YouTube uh, PowerPoint lessons uploaded in YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, pronouncing some of the words. And when I saw like people's reaction and the number of views, like my first view, the worst one, yeah, I knew it's just a PowerPoint with my voice. Now it has more than 700k views. Wow. wow. I do have much better views now, but it's not viewed like that video because, yeah. because it was the first one and the only one. Mm. So I, know, I knew that there is a demand. Mm -hmm. And I would say if today there is no social media, maybe Aramsa Institute will not exist. Mm -hmm. Because people, they always have the thought that Arabic is hard. I don't want to learn. There is many words that I have to learn. It's very hard to pronounce. But when I, see, when I do videos and say in one minute you can learn three phrases, they think, okay, that's easy. Yeah. That's easy. One minute per day for a year, they see a different results. Mm. So it changes my life. It changes, uh, you know, the. That's why we have now more than 15 Emirati Arabic books. We have more than five or six thousand students that we have taught Emirati Arabic from not just from the UAE, mm -hmm. but also from the Gulf region because there is no resources for learning uh, Gulf Arabic as well. So we are the only one. Mm. But have you seen more? interest in that like more people such as yourself coming up and now wanting to teach the Emirati dialect to uh, Arabic and non-Arabic speakers as well we didn't I didn't see a lot of accounts teaching Emirati Arabic I saw only two to three accounts mm -hmm. and the only thing that they start for us you know, sometime and they stop mm -hmm. and I think what you need is to keep teaching and uh, like we have been teaching now since 10 years and that's not easy. Yeah. And especially mm -hmm. at the beginning when we had a lot of, uh, I would say, challenges and setbacks because uh, the idea is in you to teach the dialect. It's like teaching a British accent or teaching American accent. It's not that much familiar. Yeah. And a lot of uh, people would say, no, teach the modern classic Arabic, the yes. standard one. And I would say, but no one speaks that. That's good for literature, but it's not good for daily communication. Mm -hmm. I want you know words and phrases that we can use in daily life, mm -hmm. not to, sh to, sh to, sh to be like you are from a book or from old uh, movie. Mm -hmm. So it w I had a lot of challenges, but uh, I, I didn't get any approval at the beginnings. I have uh, my appeal letter everywhere because I know they would say no to me. Mm -hmm. So I have my appeal letter, just change the name of the organization and the <laughs> <laughs> name of the service that I need. And then I appeal it because it's been uh, rejected for so many reasons and for so uh, many years. But Alhamdulillah, now uh, 
it's much appreciated and people recognize the importance of learning Emirati, Emirati Arabic and uh, that's why alhamdulillah for the first time we're getting grants to have more uh, books uh, published in Emirati Arabic. Yeah. And it is so important, isn't it? Because, you know, the whole social media presence and online presence is generally in English. Uh, and people who are growing up in the Arab region, the kids, they might be just only watching videos that are in, in English and they might be learning English at a faster rate than they're possibly learning their own dialect in Arabic. So it is so important to promote that. Um, and to anyone who doesn't know, like myself, you know, there are so many different dialects when it comes to Arabic. Can you name a few or let us know that are so different when it comes to the Emirati dialect? Each Arabic country has their own dialect. And sometimes in one country, they have even multiple dialects. Oh, wow. Uh, similar maybe with the countries like, for example, US. You would know people who live in New York who speak differently than people who of speak course. in... But of course, you will understand them. If you know just, the, okay, this is uh, where they belong. Mm -hmm. But uh, we understand each other. Mm. So in terms of the dialects, uh, we do have different dialects. And uh, I would say, as a non-Arab speaker, you can choose which dialect you want to learn mm. based on your need. So why you want to learn Arabic? If you say, I want to learn Arabic because I want to communicate with Emiratis, then Emirati dialect is a good option. But if you say, I want to learn Emirati because I have uh, some businesses with Egypt and I work with Egyptian, then it makes more sense to learn Egyptian dialect because you need the language to communicate with them. Of course, yeah. But if you speak Emirati or you speak Egyptian, you will understand and you'll be able to speak with all Arabs because we understand each other. Mm -hmm. We all come from the same roots, mm -hmm. the same way, but we pronounce it a little bit differently. Mm. I assume you've... Uh received some positive comments from some of your students about using what you've taught them yes life. yes they love it so much and uh, a lot of them they got better job opportunities oh, yeah wow. uh, get, get better relationship uh, with emiratis and uh, sometimes they would say uh, like it was really hard to communicate with the emiratis or they have some issues but mm -hmm. just because they speak arabic sometimes they get their work done yeah yeah they always tell me this I'm not sure about that uh, that they don't get fines if they speak Arabic to the policeman <laughs> I got this from different students like we're trying to speak in Arabic so and yeah. so he was so happy the policeman he didn't give us a fine <laughs> so it gives you a lot of opportunities learning any language in general of course it's always an advantage but learning the language of the country that you live in mm -hmm. is double and double double yeah. advantages and I want to touch on that just a little bit more because the UAE is so international when it comes to people wanting to come over here, start up a business, join a business and call the UAE their home. Be an expat over here, you could say. How beneficial can it be for them when it comes to job opportunities and interacting, but also immersing themselves in the culture of the Emirati people? Uh, the only thing that uh, English is so common here. Yeah. And that's good. It's, uh, we have one language to speak. And if I don't know English today, I will be not here. So I love English language, but the only thing that always there is a fight that they think that Arabic is not common because English is common. I don't think that's untrue because you can learn more than one language mm -hmm. at the same time. So now to be, for example, any person that have more languages, like if you are now in the bank and you want to attract Emirati customers, but you don't know Emirati, you don't know the basics, at mm. least say the basic, at least say the terminologies in Arabic, so you will have more customers. And now uh, we also have requests from hospitals to teach nurses because they are dealing with Emirati patients. Well, sometimes like they, uh, they are old and they don't know English. They have the translators in the hospitals, but they, it's different when the doctors and the nurses, they say those words and phrases to the Emiratis. They feel more comfortable. And the same thing maybe for people who work in the real estate. Mm -hmm. 
they want to use Arabic, they want to attract, for example, Saudi customers, and uh, they want to speak Arabic with them. So that's why they also learn, and they, they say, Hanan, like, we got better business opportunities, we get more clients because we speak Arabic, and they don't speak fluently. They just speak, you know, the basics, the main words, the terminologies. Yeah. This is in Arabic. Mm. I would say, like, yes, uh, you're absolutely right in the UAE in general because there's so many different people and different cultures here. Uh, a lot of people kind of grew up in their own places. Let's just say you're an Arab from Syria. You'll grow up in your own home, and you know, and you'll grow up with that accent. Yeah, yeah. And that culture as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people won't know much about the Emirati culture or about the Emirati accent. And now you're changing that, which I think is, is amazing. Yeah. What has been, um, I would say, like one of your best achievements? It makes you happiest ever since you started this. I think the change of perception about Emiratis. Okay. When I started to teach Emirati, I was an employee. I was a student in my master's degree, mm. and I used to teach at the same time. So I'm doing three at the same time. So they were telling me, oh, we didn't know that Emirati can be working so hard. Mm. You change our perception, and uh, sometimes they have uh, questions like uh, they want to ask an Emirati, but they always worried that they may uh, they might offend mm -hmm. an Emirati. like, why you are wearing shira? Are you you know forced to marry your cousin? And those typical questions that used to be common at that time ten mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. So when they ask me and they feel, oh, we don't know that Emirati are so friendly. Oh, we saw them in the mall; they look different. I say, but you cannot judge people from just being at the mall that's uh, yeah, yeah that's not possible yeah so uh, the changing of perception of emiratis and how we love our language how we love our country and the main reason that uh, i want to teach emirati and keep continuing teaching emirati because i love uae so much yeah. i love being emirati and as an emiratis uh, we always feel that we are we need to return the favor to our country yeah, the country yeah. has done so much things to us like all my education was free, even my master was free. Half of my travel to different countries this was sponsored. Mm. Wow. And yeah, so I say many things that the country has done. We want to return back, and how can I return the favor? I know I wouldn't, of course, I would never. But at least I'm trying. At least by teaching the Emirati dialect, at least by uh, having this different perspective about the Emiratis. Wow, it sounds incredibly rewarding, really. And it, to any listener out there who might be thinking, I want to learn the Emirati dialect of Arabic, how can they find you and how can they learn? Just Google it. Okay. <laughs> I'm everywhere. <laughs> Just say Emirati Arabic, you will see me. Oh, you will wow. see the videos. You will but see you're the on lessons. Instagram, you're on TikTok in as well? In TikTok, in YouTube, in Twitter, in Google, mm -hmm. like uh, everywhere. Because I always say, okay, if I want to search about learning English, yeah everywhere and they will never forgive you you know you will be all in the ads like mm. arabic arabic oh sorry english english so the same thing i wanted to be like to be everywhere and as i said in the beginning like i don't want any excuse yeah i don't want to say people i don't i can't learn arabic because can you tell us a little bit about your books which you have yes so um, i never knew that i can make books or wow. can create books i thought yeah, i need books as for authors like different people <laughs> different knowledge but then, uh, because I started to teach Emirati Arabic, mm. so people would like to have something to revise, to read and revise. So I started with the uh, basic words. When I started first teaching, I only had PowerPoints mm. for the lesson. And then I ask them at the end of the lesson, like, what do you want to teach, uh, to learn next class? So they were, oh, we want to learn about direction. We want to learn about how to introduce ourselves. We want to know more about numbers. So that's why I started to create uh, some books. Yeah. And I finished level one. They asked me in Tehran, I want to continue for level two. Like I'm having now better Arabic and a lot of people are impressed by my Arabic, so I want to continue. 
So then I started to continue for level two. And uh, I remember even we bought a shelves, like it has 16 space that we can add books. At that time, we had only one book, like this is seven years ago. And uh, my colleague, she was saying, Hannah, why you bought this big shelf? Like we don't have much books, it's only one book. Mm. But now we have 15 books. There's wow. even no space <laughs> for, the, for the books. So, uh, and I always go with the people's demand, what they really want. Yeah. Uh, so they tell me, Hanan, we want to know the verbs, like uh, how to say it in past, present, future, because it keeps changing. Like in, in all uh, languages, the grammar usually is the most challenging part. So that's why I created a book for Emirati Arabic verbs. They want a book about how to learn or how to engage with someone that we don't know, like mm. uh, how to know each other. So I created a book called Talk to Me in Emirati. Wow. So what you, what you can ask questions, what they can ask you questions. So you can have the small conversation with yeah. each other. And uh, I remember one of the students, she said, Hanan, you use a lot of body in Emirati idioms. So for example, we say, Min Yes. And a lot of people, they even translate it to English. They still tell you, oh, sure, from my eyes. Which and doesn't translate well, I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, English people will be, okay, what's from my eyes? Yeah. <laughs> then it's like, uh, it's my pleasure. I'll oh, do it for yes. you. Oh, okay. oh, it's in my nose. Like, definitely I'll do it. Oh, wow. Oh, you know, sometimes and sometimes we have also familiar or similar to English language when we say, like, he's um, a bone in a throat. Okay. And you cannot swallow him. Yeah, yeah. Yani. So it's the same thing that we have in Arabic. Okay. So we created this one. This one, it has, uh, it's the funniest one. A lot of people buy it because yeah, it, it has a funny body idioms and the meaning and how you can use it in the con uh, cultural context. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us here, Hanan Hassan Al-Fadan, of course, from Al-Ramza Institute. And your books are showcased here, of course, at the Sharjah International Book Fair, so people can pick them up or they can check you out online and learn the Emirati dialect, I believe, on Al-Ramza Institute, TikTok, Instagram, whatever it is. Yeah, just Google it. Just awesome. say Emirati Arabic or Al-Ramza Institute and we're there. Well, Hanan, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Welcome. Welcome. It's been a Thank you for having me. Thank awesome. you very much. Shelf Talk with Louis, Umnia, and Ali. Live from the Sharjah International Book Fair at the Expo Center Sharjah.